Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. As always, we are joined by our uh, dog gang. I guess you want to, if you call them that. Um, that's Bane right there. You, you can hear him chewing on a bone. And uh, there's some other dogs around here. Um, but, so you'll hear that in the background. We apologize. Yada, yada. Tonight's movie is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And it is the sequel to Black Panther, but it's also, you know, the, what, 30, 32nd, I don't even know, I'm just making numbers up. It's a, it's a, a long line uh, in, you know, one of the MCU films. So uh, I was trying to think of like where it fits in the timeline, but I would say it's pretty much, I don't know, I guess right after the, uh, all the stuff with thanos and everything it probably takes place a few years after that um but anyway so obviously going into this movie we already know it's going to be different because chadwick boseman who played black panther um passed away what was it three years ago it's been a while it's been a few years now um i think it was in 2019 i want to say and so there was a lot of talk going into even before this movie was made people were like what are they gonna do with the sequel you know um because you know we knew there was going to be another black panther movie it was already like signed you know it was a done deal but you know obviously they had to rewrite and go back to the drawing board with this one to see how they were going to continue this story and so obviously this takes place with the real life death of Chadwick Boseman, and of course they they in the film they have the film death of that character as well. Uh, very early on in the film, like it, that's how the movie starts. So it kind of, it gets that out of the way because that's that's you know that's what everyone, that's what's on everyone's mind. Um, so they 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 deal with that right at, at the beginning. And so the movie itself is about them about Wakanda moving forward. Like what what are they now that they're the you know their black panther is is dead and um on top of that now they have this other civilization the atlanteans they're not called that in this they're called something else because they're more uh in the comics they're like uh they're atlanteans and they're led by the submariner i think is the name of the character one of the oldest characters in in in, in marvel but in here they re they kind of changed him up a little bit his name is uh namor right yeah namor uh it's called it's namor in in the comics too but this in this one it takes a more uh uh it's a mech you know it's they're they're mayans basically they're like descended from mayans and it goes into that whole backstory but anyway they reach out to wakanda to essentially team up to fight the rest of the world and so um they have to decide whether they're gonna do that or whether they're gonna you know reject that that offer and of course it comes with a threat so it's not like they're just asking for help they're basically like help us or you know you're gonna be the first ones to go so that's essentially the main conflict of this movie and we'll get more into the details of 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 that most of the cast returns from the first movie like you know almost everyone obviously you know chadwick boseman's loss is felt throughout the movie but um you know, most of the main characters are back in this one. And, uh, but we'll get right into it. Sam, what did you think of Black Panther Wakanda Forever? I effing loved this movie. 
if this movie isn't perfection, I don't know what is, honestly, because it had everything. Like, I was crying, I was laughing, I was, the fight scenes were awesome. Just visually, the way they portrayed the Atlanteans or whatever they're called. Yeah, they're, the I, for, I, for, they're <laughs> I forgot what they called them. Tocons or something. Yeah, they have a, uh, you know, a very Mayan name indigenous name yeah i mean we get to see their world and it's i really loved the way they portrayed that and and then of course you have wakanda which is always beautiful i love all the hair designs the costumes the makeup like denai guerrera and uh, lupita of course like always looking freaking beautiful um shuri looks badass like all of her outfits are cool her styles are cool her makeup is cool and like just everything about this movie visually it was just so cool um a lot of like there's a lot of important points made in the dialogues between uh the wakandans and the we'll just call them mayans because i don't know what else to call them <laughs> um but I do, I'm not giving anything away because this was in the trailer. I mean, you even just kind of laid it out. The only thing I don't like about this story is, of course, that you're having black and brown fighting each other. I I did not like that that was the premise for this story. But that's that's not something that, like, made me hate the movie or anything like that. Like, I I wish they could have come together and maybe in the future they will maybe this is just the beginning you know um but other than that like i really love the way they told this story from both sides like i just i loved it yeah well and to go to to your point i i I did not like that either um because i really was hoping they would you know team up or whatever but Mm -hmm. i did like that it it kept showing you the similarities in their cultures yes yeah they did a very good job of showing the similarities. Like, um, what's his name? Noamor? Namor, but Namor. Uh, he's played by uh, a Mexican actor, Tenoch Huerta. Yeah. Very hot, by the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they gave him a chance to tell the story of the Mayans and how they were, like, enslaved and robbed of their culture and killed because the the conquerors or what are they called the, the conquistadors yeah conquistadors they came over and from spain people. and and wiped out our culture yeah. and our religions and enslaved our people and i like that they showed that similarity between yeah you know, i loved seeing i love that ryan coogler whoever wrote that scene included the the Christian, you know, the priest saying, yes. "Oh, you're the, you're the devil," and he's it's- calling <laughs> he's calling no no amor the devil, like you're Satan's child, uh-huh. and it's like, oh my god, I was laughing, <laughs> yeah. I was laughing at that scene because some priest was so scared of him and calling him this Satan's child, and you're without love, like yeah. sin, sin amor. amor, and that's where he took his name, yeah, no amor. amor. I thought that was a pretty cool. I don't know if they wrote that for the film, but that's that was a pretty cool. Like origin for that name, yeah. Because that's not what that name originally came from or meant. It was a really cool story, (laughs) but um, yeah, like I just appreciated that, like our ancestors' culture was able to 
be highlighted in this yeah. movie. Even from, I mean, just from our trips to, you know, to Mexico, like on our, our vacations and cruises, they included a lot of cool stuff that like we is true. They yeah. were playing this game like underwater. Pyramids yeah, which we actually saw those. We got to climb those pyramids. But the, that game that they were playing, it's kind of like their, their version of basketball almost. And we saw those those structures in Mexico, uh-huh. and they explained to us that that's we the kind of game we played. We got to walk through yeah. where it's like a circle, kind of like a hoop, and they went mm-hmm. like on the wall, and you would have to put the hole through that hoop or the ball through that hoop. And they and showed you just see a that, of it. yeah, in this movie, uh-huh. like they showed it, and you know, it's just it's something small. It was quick, like you mm-hmm. said, but to us, it's like we yeah. recognize hey. that we're like, oh, cool, <laughs> like. They did their research and they they were able. It was important enough for them to show it. I also like that they. You can tell they hired indigenous actors. Yeah. Like they weren't just like uh, I don't know, just Mexican people. They were. You could tell they were actual Mayan uh, actors because they had. You know, they have those features that you yeah. can tell they're indigenous to that area. And their costumes yeah. were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Their costumes and their makeup, everything was just beautiful. I freaking loved it. I loved it. Um, I also love that there were so many different languages Mm -hmm. spoken in this movie. So you have like the ancient Mayan or whatever. And then I don't know, there was some Spanish. Um, and then you have what they speak in Wakanda and then they were in Haiti. Yeah. So they were speaking French. It had that like French. Um, uh, oh yeah, there was some Spanish because Lupita was able to speak her Spanish. I was like, oh, I love her. Lupita showed off the Lupita part of her name and I was like, oh, I forgot that she's like, from Mexico, right? Yeah, she's Mexican. She's Mexican. She was born there. But it's so, you know, you, for, you forget because, you know, you see her in all these English-speaking roles and she was speaking Spanish so beautifully and I was like, oh, yeah. she speaks it so so well. But I forget she that does. she's from there, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, then she was speaking French really well yeah. too. Like, as far as we know. <laughs> and I love, I just love that they had, they had a lot of that. So there was... Mm-hmm. There was subtitles, you know, and yeah. and I'm not saying the subtitles are overwhelming because I know some no. people hate movies with subtitles, <laughs> yeah. but I, I love reading. that. I love yeah. that they did that. Like this movie is for everyone. It's not mm. just for English speaking right. people. So I just, I really appreciated everything they did in this movie and I just loved it so much. And I hope the characters get to come back like in more too. Marvel movies yeah. because... It, it was just I think, great. I think they will. Um, because, like I said, those are those were some of the earlier... like they, Those characters have been around for since like the 30s, I think, the 40s. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Submariner, um, which now is, is Namor. That's how he pronounced it. Yeah. Because it has that Spanish uh, accent to it. But I yeah, loved hearing his accent. Yeah. The way he spoke It was English. so thick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I was like, man, I, I love that. I love hearing that, seeing that on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I did also appreciate, like, they did have a moment of silence for Chadwick, and I just, that yeah. was really needed, you know? So I just, I was again crying, but it was just, I, I loved it. I loved everything about this movie. You could have, and of course, that's what I love about, like, opening weekend audiences is they, they're, I guess they're more respectful or they're more into the movie. So, mm-hmm. so that moment of silence, you could have heard, like, a pin drop. It yeah. was so quiet in there. Um, but... Yeah, I loved it. Too. I loved it too. It's um, I, you know, it's funny because I was, I was worried because this one, I think right now on the tomato meter, it's got like eighty four percent. Where like, 
I think the original Black Panther got like 98% or what? it's close to perfect. Yeah. No, so, this movie should be close to perfect. So I, I loved it um, as well. The only thing that I noticed that I was kind of like, uh, this is something that I would have, if this was a DC movie, I would be complaining about it. And that is the slow motion, the use of slow motion. They only had it twice. They did it a few times. They did. They did it quite and a I few times. Too, and I was like, uh. And it but... feels like, has Coogler been watching uh, Zack Snyder films or what? Because they did it, a, it wasn't just two times. It was a handful of times. I only recognized it twice. No, it was enough to where I, it actually stood out to me. And I was like, oh, why do they keep doing this? It looked cool, but at the same time, I felt like it was overused. Yeah. Um, but that's the only complaint that I really had aside from, like I like we said, the whole, the black and brown people fighting each other. And I was yeah. like, come on, team up and fight the other people. <laughs> you know who I'm talking well, about. Well, that's what the Mayans <laughs> wanted to do. <laughs> but I do like that they, I do like that they're, uh, Coogler and all this, his, his, Ryan Coogler is the director of this one. He directed, uh, Black Panther as well. And he's done other things like Fruitville's. Uh, station which i still haven't seen i want to see that with michael b jordan um but him and his co-writers they they did this in the first one too but they take they take um some shots at at the u.s and our and our policies and i Mm -hmm. love that because yeah you know uh i'm sure it's stuff that you know conservatives are gonna hate but it's it's those little digs you know where the whole thing is that Wakanda is is very guarded when it comes to their vibranium. That's their resource, right? And so all the countries around the world are like, come on, you know, you got to share your resources with us. And uh, Angela Bassett's character, the queen, she ba- makes it very clear. She's like, I'm not, we're not worried about like, uh, what did she say? We're not trying to, um, it's not that we don't want to help everybody. It's that we're, we're worried about you when you try to get your hands on this stuff, what you're yeah. going to do with it. And um, Martin Freeman's character, who was the uh, he was in the original one too. Um, I forgot his name, but he's <laughs> they call him the colonizer. I just know the colonizer. <laughs> the colonizer. Um, but he said in a conversation he's having with a character, he says, "What do you think the U.S. would do if we had if we had this access to this vibranium? What do you think we would do?" And the other character's like, "Oh, I dream about it every day because exactly like we would use it to be the aggressors yeah. towards other countries." So. Um, I love that they take those shots at at our policy because it's true. I mean, that, that's, yeah. it, it, and again, that's that gets us into that whole like um, kind of like what we're dealing with right now with all these culture wars. Where it's like, no, you don't. You know, we're tired of being told that our uh, country is evil or that we've done evil things. But I'm like, but we have. <laughs> Whether you want to admit it or not, yep. um, and we still we have. do. We still Our do. country still does shameful things yeah. every day. So it's 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 and it's it's you know we love the, I love living here, but it doesn't mean that you uh, think that your where you live is perfect. You know, it's a flawed mm-hmm. it's a flawed country as any country is. Um, you know, because it's run by humans, and humans are do some pretty shitty things mm-hmm. to each other. So, um, and that's the other thing that I liked about this too, is that it kind of shows um, kind of what, what happens when you get caught up in uh, just in vengeance and wanting to uh, to just seek revenge for everything or seek, uh, what's the word she uses? I forgot what she said. We got caught up in, um, I think she did say vengeance. It was but, vengeance. Yeah. And it's, a, it's actually a recurring theme throughout 
mm-hmm. the Black Panther movies. I mean, it even, even as far back as um, Captain said, it will, Vengeance will consume you. Right. That's what T'Challa said. Yeah, because it consumed him in um, Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. He wanted so badly to avenge his, avenge his father's death, and, and he thought it was Bucky, and he wanted to kill him. Um, and then he realized who it actually was, and then... Um, yeah, it turns out that, you know, like he said to that character, um, Zemo, he said, you know, he said those words, like, vengeance will consume us. You know, it's like, if that's what's driving you, it's gonna, it's not gonna, when, once you, uh, finally quench that, well, that's the thing, you you'll never quench it. It's always gonna be yeah. there. You're gonna have that empty feeling because the people that you've lost, they're lost. They're, it's not gonna bring them back. Um, and, that's kind of what drives these characters in this movie on both sides. So um, it was an interesting, I got to give it to, to Ryan Coogler and the writers for finding a way to continue the Black Panther story and then also work in, that's a lot to do to not just create a new story, but then also work in the fact that you had this great actor, Chadwick Boseman, who, I mean, obviously he didn't just do Black Panther. He did all, all these other roles, but, in this film, you have to just stick to the fact that he was, you know, the king and the the Black Panther. And so just making this a movie that goes forward while also honoring his memories is a, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. But I think they pulled it off really well. I think so, too. Um, it just has that mournful tone throughout it. But it's not a bummer of a movie. It's, it, you know, it's, it's got its sad moments, but it's not, you're not just like depressed the whole movie. Yeah. Um, it's got some crazy action sequences. Oh, the other thing I, I want to say, which uh, is that just like in the first movie, I love that it's so, and especially in this one, be- because we don't have Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther, it's such a female-driven yes. uh, film. I mean, most it of is. the characters in this film are female, aside from like Martin Freeman's character and um, and what's his face, uh, Tenoch Huerta, the Namor. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone else is, uh, you know, most of the Wakandans that are fighting are females. Yeah. Uh, they have that army. You have, like you said, Lupita. You have um, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, Leticia Wright, all these different actresses. Um, and this new uh, actress um, who's playing an American character. I'm not familiar with this character. I'm sure she's from the comics, but she basically played. And it's, I'm not giving anything uh. away because it's also in the trailers. She's basically playing this kind of like Iron Man esque character. She she's this like basically this young genius, and I love that she's female and she's also a black uh, character. You know, it's mm-hmm. just uh, again um, sticking it to the Fox News and she's young. viewers. Yeah, um, sticking it to the you know the people <laughs> that get angry about this kind of stuff. Ah, I can't believe she's black and smart and a girl um, because apparently those things can't exist on the big screen anymore. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Like I said, I enjoyed the, like you said, I enjoyed the different languages being spoken. It's just such a, like, international movie. I loved it. Yeah. You got, like, it's two white characters in world, it. the world, you know? It's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It I represents it. what we see in the world. Yeah. That's you know, what I love That's what it. was cool is that, you know, I was thinking about it while we were watching it. I love, you know, Black Panther, I loved it. I love the movie itself just as a movie. And then I loved that it gave, you know, black people, black kids 
something someone to look up to and be like you know oh i can you know you see those those well, videos they have the representation yeah and you see those kids that you know those videos of kids when they were go to watch it and they would do the the wakanda yeah. arms in front of the poster and i was like oh it's so beautiful and then this one i was even more happy because again that happens but then we also got like our representation in yeah. there too i was like oh like this that. is so cool you know <laughs> yeah uh, again i hated that we were fighting but um it was cool to see our people up there. Yes. And, and hear them speak And hear them language. speak language and, and not and not just the the Spanish language, but the, the language that they spoke before the yeah. again the, the colonizers came over and started Took imposing imposing their own uh language and beliefs on them. So uh and I yes I do include myself. I know I look pretty Spanish, but I'm pretty sure I'm mestizos. <laughs> so yeah. I'll include myself in there too. Um <laughs> But anyway, so I we highly recommend it. Obviously, obviously, most people that are gonna see it are gonna see it this weekend, if not next weekend at the latest. But I would highly recommend it. The one thing I will say, without giving too much away, is that if you're you're gonna wait, you're gonna be waiting a long time to see an actual Black Panther character in the movie. So I just want to put that out there because I don't want people to be like. I want to temper their expectations. Like, I don't want you to be waiting for the first 15, 20 minutes. Like, where's the Black, Black Panther going to be at? And oh. you're not going to get that until way late in the movie. Because well, I know some people complain about that. Like, like with Batman Begins, a lot of people complain, like, Batman doesn't even come out until, like, an hour into the movie. Like, you don't yeah. actually see a Batman. Yeah, because you don't actually see oh. uh, character uh, Christian Bale as Batman until, like, way into the movie. And it's the same thing here. You don't actually see... A Black Panther until why does that really matter? Fun. Because it's a Black Panther movie. Trust me, people will get upset about stuff like that because they want to see the the you know they want to see the character that just like again Iron Man three I think you barely see Iron Man in that movie. It's mostly Robert Downey Jr. It's Tony Stark uh, trying to get his trying to get out of that that little town that he's stuck in with that little kid. Remember? Uh-huh. So a lot of people that was. A lot of people's complaints about that one is like, oh, Iron Man's base- barely in this, you know. Oh, so. my God. I know. To you, it's weird. But to me, knowing comic book people, <laughs> trust me, it's a thing. Okay. So I just want to let people know you're going to wait a long time for an actual Black Panther to come out. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Like, there's actually story in here. so I, and, yeah. still, and still really good action sequences without an actual black panther costume it's not it's not the yeah. end of the world <laughs> so it's it's you know it's still full of uh cool action sequences um anything else i can think of the soundtrack is really cool yeah i mean the first one was really good sound soundtrack wise this one's yeah, really good too. you know kendrick lamar was in charge of yeah. the soundtrack for the first black panther and i think he did a really good job with it uh, great music. Um, the only complaint that I heard about that for a soundtrack, though, is that Kendrick Lamar had, you know, almost full authority to do mm-hmm. what he wanted with the soundtrack. And the only black female artist he put on a soundtrack was SZA, I think. I think. I could be wrong. Um, but it was mostly all black male artists. And he could have had so many like black female artists on that on that soundtrack and he didn't so this album i was hoping there would be more female representation on the soundtrack and i was crossing my fingers and toes that (laughs) snow the product would be on this project because we have 
the Mexican representation yeah. and Snow the product is amazing. Yeah, she's I really love good. her. You, you put me onto her and I was like, I've like downloaded like all of her singles because she's, she's really great. Good. And yeah. she she's Mexican. <laughs> she she raps in Spanish. Yeah. Um she she's just great. Like she needs to blow up already. Like she needs more people to know about her because she's just awesome. And I was really hoping she'd be on this project. And she is, and I was so excited when I saw that. I was yeah. so happy for her. And it's so funny because, you know, I follow her on Instagram, and she had posted months ago, months, months ago, that she was doing a song or doing something. She teased that she was do- doing something with E-40. Mm-hmm. E-40 is like a West, po- West Coast rapper. Yeah. Um, he's been around for a real long time. I like his music. And I thought that was a big deal for her. I was like, oh, my God, she's getting a rap with E-40. This is awesome. Like, I was excited for her. But they didn't release what it was. It was just a teaser. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? And then I forgot about it because it was so long ago. And um, it that was actually for this soundtrack. So she's on – it's her song featuring E-40. Mm-hmm. So – I, I was just really happy for mm-hmm. her. And there was a lot of other, um, I think, like, Mexican uh, artists yeah, on, the on the soundtrack as well. Yeah, you hear Spanish on the soundtrack, yeah. Like, it was... And then even, uh, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, um, like, it, the Mayan language, there's a rap song at the very end cr- of the credits. Like it, yeah. yeah, no, because you could see the title, and it was, you could tell it was the Mayan language. It was and I was really like, that cool sounds cool sounding. Yeah. It, just the music itself sounded really cool. And then the way they were rapping on top of it, it yeah. was just really cool. Um, there was a lot of female artists on this soundtrack, so I was happy about that, and it really matched the film because, like you said, this film was really female driven. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of, it was just a lot of female actors carrying this film, and I just loved it. I absolutely loved it, and I appreciate it. So, yeah, check out the soundtrack because the music was awesome. Yep, awesome. I agree. I already actually added it. Once we got home, I was like, oh, I forgot to add this soundtrack when it came out last weekend. But, um, yeah, they did a really good job with this one. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy because, let's be honest, this Phase 4 has been really spotty, really, really hit or miss. Oh, wow. It has. It really <laughs> it has. I mean, it's, let's be honest. Like, the movies have been just, I mean, look at Thor Love and Thunder. Or don't, please, actually. Okay, that's the only one. That was but what else? terrible. Well, the new Doctor Strange wasn't that great. I liked it. It was average. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they've all been pretty average. They haven't been like, man, that was so good. Like at another Avengers Endgame? Right, or another <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, Spider-Man No Way Home was probably the last great movie that we saw from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I like Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi was was before No Way Home. Oh, okay. That's my point. (laughs) Is that that movie... Well, I don't know what else came out of the Spider-Man movie. movie. Well, we had Doctor Strange. We had... I think we had... um, I liked it. It was okay. But then we had Thor. And then we had something else, I feel like, in between. And it wasn't that great either. Um, Anyway, Hmm. point being, the the movies of of this phase have been just kind of iffy. And we don't really know where we're going. We still, I still really don't know where where we're headed with this this new phase or whatever. Um, but that being said, this one this was a great sequel to Black Panther. It was a great MCU movie, and it was a great tribute to Chadwick Boseman. So uh, that's hard to. I think that's kind of hard to pull off those yeah. three things in one. And they, I think they did it beautifully. So. I think so too. So yeah, uh, highly recommended. 
Highly recommend. Um, Can we talk spoilers now? Oh, okay. We're going to do the spoilers thing. All I just right. have one thing I wanted to Okay, well, okay. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, if you've not seen this movie, uh, then go ahead and turn this off now until you have. We'll give you two seconds. One, two. And now we're in spoiler territory. Go. Okay. So I actually loved what they did with Shuri's character where she didn't believe in the astral plane Mm, anymore mm -hmm. she didn't believe that her ancestors were watching over like she lost her faith basically right um because her mom was trying to tell her like let's do these ceremonies for your brother Mm. let's you know talk to our ancestors and shuri was like no you don't really see your ants because the mom was like oh i feel i felt your brother when i prayed to him or you know something like that and Sherry was like, no, that's just a construct in your mind to make you feel some type of comfort or joy. That didn't really happen. And her mother's looking at her like, oh, my God, like she's lost it, right? Like she's really lost herself. And um, then when Sherry drinks the the heart-shaped herb and she goes to the astral or, yeah, is it the ancestor plane plane or astral plane or whatever? And... We know that when you drink that herb, you're supposed to see your ancestors, mm. the ones that need to talk to you and tell you something. And with T'Challa, he saw his dad and then all of his ancestors. And then with um, Killmonger, he saw Killmonger, his dad. he saw his dad. And Shuri was hoping to see her brother and her family, her brother, mm. her mom and dad. Um, and. I absolutely loved that she sees Killmonger. Like, I loved that. You were so shocked by that. Yeah. I was shocked by that. I, was I thought it was going to be her mom. Way. I thought, we all thought it was going to be her mom. Right, because I was like, I, please, I, I was so hoping, I was like, please don't do anything weird where you try to bring, like, a, an T'Challa image of, back? Of, yeah, of I was thinking that too. Because I was like, like, that would no. be really cringy, you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. And then he Killmonger comes out and... I, everyone's just like oh you know like your jaw kind of drops you're like oh shit and but what he's telling her makes sense though because of course she's upset because she wanted to see her family and she's upset that she's seeing him and he's telling her like no look like you and me are more alike than you thought Mm -hmm. and she's trying to say no we're not no we're two completely different people but he's like no you have the anger that i had Mm -hmm. basically you know, because he wanted to avenge his father's death and avenge his people. I was going to say, not just his father, but yeah. Like, yeah, his people. Yeah. Like, if y'all remember Killmonger, like, he was saying, like, hey, we're the richest, strongest, smartest country in the world. Why don't we do what the colonizers did to us? Yeah. Like, to get back and say, like, just dominate everybody. He's basically saying, like, y'all are take revenge. in this little bubble over here. Y'all don't see what's happening to your people around the world in, right. in the U.S., you know, so. And so... You know, Wakanda was like, no, we're not going to do that. And mm-hmm. he didn't like that. Um, and Shuri's over here wanting revenge as well, you know, on the peop- the person that killed her mother and attacked her country. And she's still angry about losing her brother. And now she has Killmonger telling her, like, hey, you and I are thinking the same thing. You said you wanted to see the world burn then do it, yeah. you know, do what you need to do. Don't be noble like your brother. You're not noble like your brother. You're strong like me. Like, you know, you need to take care of business. And, you know, 
she ends up going down that path, which is really cool to me because you got to see how strong she was and how, I don't want to say angry she was, but kind of angry, but mostly hurt. She mm-hmm. was just a very, she's a hurt character at this point. And, and I love that. So, uh, no amor, he was basically thinking that he was the strongest country or people in the world. He kept saying, I have the biggest and strongest army. You don't want to mess with us. You don't want to be against us. You want to be our ally because we'll take you out. You guys cannot fight us. And so, you know, with him thinking that he's the strongest and unbeatable, he was the one basically making the threats and trying to force Wakanda to do something they didn't want to do. So when Shuri fought back, she like, like the script on yeah, <laughs> and showed him yeah. like, no, I'm stronger <laughs> than you. Like I could kill you right now. And I love that her mom spoke to her and said, no, show him who you really are. And so she made the right decision and, and she, you know, showed him some mercy, but was like, look, I could kill you right now. But I'm not going to. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to end this peacefully. I'll keep your secrets. We're going to go back to whatever we need to do and let you live. And he understood that power. Mm-hmm. He didn't even try to fight back. He right. he yielded and he he accepted the terms. And of course, because he's also thinking big picture too. Sure. You hear that at the yeah. end. He's like, oh, those people are going to come for Wakanda. And so Wakanda is going to eventually come to us and then we will get what we want. We're going to fight the people up there anyway. Keep everyone at bay for so long. Exactly. So he was finally able to see the bigger picture and a better way to be an ally with Wakanda. So he's not getting what he wants right now, but he knows that it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, And we already see the talks happening with Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, she's already, they were, the U.S. was already saying like, oh, we're ready to go against Wakanda. So um, so he he understood. But I, I, what I enjoyed was that he he understood the power that she has yeah and she he even explained it to his his person because the girl comes up to him later at the end right and oh, she's yeah. like why why didn't yeah. you like Peter? and he's like <laughs> no the black panther is the strongest yeah. in the world she, she let me live um so for him to understand that you know that's that's a smart person obviously yeah so um I just really, really, really loved that story and dynamic between both of those characters. Yeah. Um, And I love that he, being a male and being old, he's been, I mean, he doesn't look old, but he's been alive for so many years, right? And then you have this young black girl, young. Yeah. And she's over here making the decisions and beating him. And, you know, she's just so intelligent. And, you know, I just love Shuri's character. I've always loved her character. So, um, I also did really like the new character, the one that was like Iron Man esque. Yeah. Like you said, I love that they have another like really smart black female character added to this story. Um, I thought she did a good job. Yeah, uh, she had some funny. She played her character like in a funny way, kind of you know, like like she couldn't believe what was going on, but she was like super smart too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just really loved that storyline and those characters and and their dynamic. I, I like what you said about the the faith thing, her losing her faith because I didn't, I didn't even think about it that way. But it's that's how the movie starts with her mm-hmm. 
her voice and it's just you know it's dark there's no nothing on the screen and you just hear her voice and she's saying a prayer uh to mm-hmm. whoever her ancestors or somebody that she'll be able that. to save her brother's life uh and she's like i won't bother you again but i just i need this and then you see her go into her her lab and start working and and of course that doesn't happen and so yeah like you said it, she, th- that was her last time like communing with the ancestors and she's like no they they turn their back on me like mm-hmm. wow you know so of course she's not going to believe in that anymore so it makes even more sense when you when you brought it up i was like oh yeah that's how this whole thing starts with her saying a prayer and it's an unanswered prayer so yeah and she even asks no amor that question like yeah. you know my ancestors gave me you mm-hmm. know all these tools and gifts to be intelligent and stuff why didn't they give me what i needed mm-hmm. to save my brother and he just tells her, I don't have an answer right. for that. So this whole, you know, the the big theme in this movie was her trying to find an answer as to why she couldn't right. save her brother. Even though she asked for help, she turned to her ancestors and she felt they turned her back, their back on her. And, and she lost her way because of that. But, but yeah, it was, it was a beautiful story. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I really loved it. But I was just super mm-hmm. like shocked that Killmonger came out and that's really what I wanted to talk about <laughs> too. So. Yeah, you know what's funny is I was hoping that they would find a way to work him back in, but I was like but I was like, No, he's dead. Like, you know, his his character died in the first movie. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, Oh yeah, this is a good way to bring him back <laughs> as yeah. a, as a, the an- really one cool. of the ancestors. Yeah. That was really cool. So good for good for them. Good for Michael B. Jordan. The other thing I will say is it makes it more sad the sad the moments where they're honoring Chadwick Boseman, you know, by talking about T'Challa and and you know mourning his loss, because you see the actors crying and 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 giving these lines, and you have to wonder how much of that is real, you know, how oh, much yeah. is that is is them actually like conjuring these thoughts and and moments like that last scene with with uh, Shuri, yeah, and just like. It's such a powerful moment because they're showing all these flash, these images of from the first movie, and you're just like, you know, it just gets you. It's it's really yeah. sad, and then it makes you sad because you're you're seeing these actors, and you know that they they loved him. They talked about mm-hmm. him before he passed away. You know, you, you at the beginning when you go to like Flicks Brew House or you know Draft House, they always have those um, the pre show things, and they're discussing him as an actor and as a person. But it's before he passed away because they're like, oh, Chadwick is this, and Chadwick does that. So um, you could tell they're like, you know, they're respectful of him. And this was when he was alive. So I can't imagine what it was like when, when, the, when he passed. Yeah. And when, especially when nobody knew, it was one of those things where nobody knew he was sick. And so it must have been a shock for all of them when they, when they you know, they found out he passed away. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, great movie. It was a really, really good movie. Um, probably my favorite marvel movie this year mm-hmm. so uh yeah definitely check it out i'm sure you already have or will if you're a marvel person i mean you know it's obvious but um it's just weird i remember i heard somebody at work say yeah i don't know i'm uh, kind of nervous if it's gonna be any good because you know chadwick's not in it i'm like well yeah i mean obviously but you gotta. They had to figure out how to how to move forward, and they. I think they they did it. They, yeah. think they nailed it. So, um, 
All right, well, that wraps it up for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, unless you have something else to add. Um, so be sure to follow us on Instagram at Third Row from the Front, and also uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, so you are able to get the newest episodes. And we'll talk to you next time on Third Row from the Front. Bye. Bye.